Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust, as the Republican mentalect, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Newman Minkari, this is Mentelect Radio, and tonight we're going to ask, you know, um, or we're going to attempt to, no, we're not going to attempt to, we're going to discuss how how to always be on time in life. Now, a lot of people will hear this and think I'm talking about being on time for appointments, you know, like job um, job interviews or, um, you know, meeting with acquaintances and business and things like that. I'm not talking about that. That's, um, you know, trivial. Those are trivial time frames and appointments and things that you believe you have to keep. No, I'm talking about the real uh, time and being on time. I'm talking about arriving at points in your life where you need to be in your life. Arriving at points in your life where you need to be in your life. Times in your life where you need to be on time in your life. See, because a lot of times people fail in life is because they miss their time. They miss what you call They say you miss your calling. That's another way of saying you missed your time. Or people say you're ahead of your time or you before your time or you know you're ahead of your time. No, if you're not ahead of your time, you're right on time. People used to say it all the time with me about mental life. And, you know, I, I thank them for when they say, you know, this teaching is ahead of its time. Ain't nobody teaching like this. That's because it's time. Because no one has been teaching mental life and teaching like this and going in depth like this, it was time for this. I'm right on time. Why? Because I stayed on my path. I stayed on my square and I stayed on my path. I moved to the linear line of purpose in my life. I made sure to constantly be looking for and seeking out my true purpose in life. And when you seek out your true purpose in life, you will always be on time for the things that's meant to happen for you in your life. You will always be on time. You'll never be behind time. You'll never be, you know, ahead of time or off time. No, you'll be right on time. You see, you'll be right on time. You're only off in time, out of sync with time when you're not in alignment with your purpose in life. When you're trying to follow other people's timelines, other people's uh, uh, desires, wants, and things like that, and you're trying to mimic other people, you're going to put yourself off of the path that you're supposed to be on. You're going to put yourself out of time where you're supposed to be. You're going to put yourself out of alignment because time equals alignment towards something greater. You're supposed to fit within a certain time frame, within a certain time slot, and you're supposed to move through there, not ever getting trapped within that time frame, not ever getting trapped within that movement of thought. You're supposed to continuously keep moving. Because you, I'm going to give you an example of this. You ever see people who you might have came up with, thing, you know, y'all was friends, cool, might have been high school, junior high school, people who you said would be your best friends forever. Then, you know, something called life happens where they take a certain path and then you take another path, and then you see these people later, but I never thought you would have did that. I never thought you'd have been, I can't see you doing this. And you're like, yeah, you know, is that how funny life is, right? And... They might be doing the same exact thing, you know, that you already knew they was going to be doing, which is pretty much nothing. You know, they just exist and nothing eventful has happened in their lives. Why? Because they have not found their purpose in life. That's why they are not part of or have, or nor do they move through time effectively. 
See, life is all about moving through time effectively and accomplishing things in life through purpose. That's what life is about. And that's what time is about. You know, you have the time of your life when you are accessing and utilizing the time in your life. That's when you have the time of your life. You know, it's when you have to, you know, get go to the, meet, meet the best people, go to the best parties, the best gatherings, the best. And you're like, damn, I always had a good time here. I had a good time there. The good time there because you went places and you had a purpose for being there. Purpose equals power. And power and purpose will always put you where you're supposed to be in life, presence. If you don't have the purposeful presence to be put in alignment to where you're supposed to be, to want to go in the space where you belong, then you will be out of time. You will be out of sync. You'll be out of alignment. You'll find yourself being miserable with your life, and you'll always be asking that question. I know I'm supposed to be doing something with my life. I wonder what I'm supposed to be doing. That is the killer in life. That is the killer in life to, you know, again, I don't know what's worse. Being at a place and working a job, like I used to go through this, being at a place working a job and knowing I'm supposed to be so much more than what I am, knowing I'm not supposed to be sitting down here taking orders from these assholes, these white assholes, you know, doing what these cave beasts tell me to do, you know, hating every minute of it, as I said. Because I said if you are truly a man of the Lord, you hate taking orders from the devil, from the beast. You hate even being around them. So for all you niggas that you claim you the men of the Lord, and you like you is, like I said the other day, y'all not the men of the Lord because you want to embrace the beast. He's your brother. That's how you know you're not the men of the Lord. But anyway, I digress. I'm going to get back to this in alignment. I couldn't fit into those spaces and those places because I didn't belong in those spaces and places. I knew I belonged someplace else, someplace greater. I knew I belonged someplace greater. And, you know, I was willing to walk my path and seek out my purpose every day in life. And, you know, something just told me, you know, my extended mind informed me that I would be put in the right direction of where I was supposed to be as long as I followed my path and thus my purpose, and I would be where I'm supposed to be in life. I would end up where I'm supposed to end up in life because my life right now at 51 years old did not mirror my life, you know, anywhere when I was 41 years old, 10 years ago. Like, my life has been, my life has been, you know, taking a drastic shift, you know. I mean, I was on the path. I, I knew I was, you know, on the right path, but, you know, I was like, well, damn, I, I, I knew a shift was coming, and the shift took place. The shift actually happened. Shift happens. And because of that, you know, my life has taken a path on this journey where people have come into my life that I didn't expect to come into my life, have become a part of my life. And I visualized this, but without the faces. But, you know, that was all because I was walking a path with a purpose. So I'm where I'm supposed to be and the time I'm supposed to be in. I'm right on time in life because I never let my purpose get away from me in life. To be a part of something like this was my purpose, to be um, to be here to see this come about, to raise this up, to bring um into the forefront again on earth was my purpose. And those of you who walk with me, that too is your purpose. So therefore, we will never be late in time or in life.
We will never be late. We will always be on time, which to many, which to many, is ahead of time. When people tell me I'm ahead of my time, I say no. I mean, to, to what you're saying, I'm ahead of my time because you're behind time. But in my mind, where I know I am, I'm right on time. I'm right on time. I'm not ahead of time. To everybody else, it seems like we're ahead of time because they're coming out of a world of nothingness. They're coming out of a world of no real knowledge, no real truth, no real intelligence. So this knowledge of mental like is ahead of its time. I say it's right on time as it's supposed to be. You see, it's right on time to raise a people to another level. That was the purpose, to raise another people to to a greater level. And that's what we have done, and that's what we continue to do in this progression, in this transmission of Amit. We continue to do this. Mm -hmm. Because time permits that we do this. Time dictates that we do this. The people who waste time in life, the people who accomplish nothing in life, are the people who have no real purpose or don't know their real purpose in life. That's the people who accomplish nothing in life. I can accomplish anything and everything I want to accomplish within my time frame, within my timeline, because I have a purpose, a reason for doing it. In other words, when you don't have a reason for doing something, then you will not accomplish it. It's like saying, okay, I'm going to go out here and I want to be the president of the United States. Nine times out of ten, I will never be. Ten times out of ten, I'll never be the president of the United States. Why is that? Because I don't have any purpose as a puppet. I don't have a purpose as a So I'm not going to ever be anybody's puppet Puppet on this lower level. So on the upper, so-called upper level, that's not my purpose. You see, that's not my purpose in life. I'm not concerned with politics. I'm not concerned with governmental agencies and things. I'm not concerned with that. You know, I, I bring it up because you so-called black people, y'all stay talking about how the government and the government this and the government is why we can't do this and the government is why we can't do that. The government ain't stopping you from being a community. The government ain't stopping that. I don't care how many times they try to call us a cult, the government ain't going to stop us from being a community coming together amongst each other because that's the only real answer. All that looking for reparations, trying to get some governmental officials voting, all that other nonsense, taking a jab, or just being a part of this goddamn machine. You know, this self-destructive machine is what is destroying you people. You ever want to know why your lives are terrible as black people in this society? Because you have aligned yourself with a self-destructive machine that is not meant for you to be aligned with. You have given your time over to nothingness. You have given your time and your energy to something that's not even real. And then you wonder why real things don't happen, real change don't come into your life, because you've aligned yourself with things that are fake in this life. When you people align yourself, when you nigga women align yourself with the goddamn church, and you over there on the, going to Sunday service, right, and handing in that goddamn collection plate, and helping Jesus deliver you the man of your dreams or whatever money you're looking for, or whatever raise you're looking for in your job, don't look for none of that. Because you're doing what you're doing is putting your life into the hands of something that, or into the uh, uh, middle of something that's not even real. 
So therefore, your life becomes nothing. Your life is nothing. Your life becomes fake and phony. It's just a series of, you know, hiccups in your life because you have done nothing. You have aligned yourself with nothing. You have not aligned yourself with reality. Everything in this three-dimensional realm is fantasy, foolishness, stupidity. So therefore, don't expect anything to evolve or grow in your life. That's why I tell my people all the time, man, if you truly are people of the Lord, the people of Amun, the Amun race, if you are truly those people, then you cannot love this world. You cannot love the things that go on in this world or the people of this world. You can't. You can't embrace it. Because to embrace this world, the phoniness of this world, to embrace this world is to embrace the phoniness of this world, the shallowness of this world. The serility of this world. And if you truly love Amen, if you truly are Amen, you're going to embrace the realness, the natural, the, the you know, the real power of the, of the next and the continuous. You'll realize that is your purpose in life. And therefore, you will be guided to that. And therefore, you will be placed in the time in which you're supposed to be in. You won't do that as long as you are following this world. As long as you are aligning yourself with this world. All right? This world will produce nothing for you. Following the people of this world, this three-dimensional realm, will produce nothing for you. Following your own individual mind will do nothing for you. You must align yourself with something much stronger than your own individual mind, and that's Amen. That's the most high. And I don't mean to come off sound like no religious person because I'm not religious at all. But what I do recognize is extended power, continual power. And that is worth aligning yourself with, aligning ourselves with if you are truly in that mindset. Certain people are not mentally, um, certain people are not mentally equipped to align themselves with that power. Certain people are not mentally equipped to align themselves with that higher or extended power of thought, thus making you Amen, taking you from a human mentality to an Amen mentality. You see, taking you from the human mentality to the Amen mentality. You see, that greater extension of thought. You see, that will always put us on time in life because we follow the real thought. We follow the process. We do the work. We do the due diligence of power, of continuation. We do the due diligence of move, movement and motion. So, therefore, we never are wanting. We are never missing. We are never being without time in our lives. We always have time to spare in our lives, those of us who are in motion, because time becomes ours. Time becomes ours to manipulate. And I, again, I'm finding this out because, you know, when I came, when January came in, you know, I told you we had a little bit of turmoil in the beginning of this month, but then as, you know, Amen would have it, staying on this path, and you know, it just took one thing or a few things to happen to put things in line. I had someone clean up my place at my at my apartment at one of my apartments. I had someone clean my place. I'm about to say my address. I ain't saying my address. I had someone clean up my apartment. I'm gonna do that. And just that person cleaning up, doing a deep cleaning on my apartment, 
made a lot of things, you know, fall in order in that place. Just the people that came into my life that were working in concert with my life made a lot of things fall in order because I couldn't get a lot of things accomplished in that place because, you know, men are, you know, we tend to be messy. We tend not to be as uh, good or clean as women are, you know, as organized because women are organized and more orderly than men when they're in their right state of mind. You know, when they're in their right state of mind, they're very organized. They're very structured when they are in their right state of mind, when they're not frazzled with a bunch of female, hormonal, emotional nonsense going on with them in their head. When they're in their right womanly state of mind, they're very orderly. And this person brought order to my life and cleaning, just simply cleaning my place, cleaning one of my places up. And that was, and that, you know, I got a lot of things, kind of seen the energy change in that place after that got done. That's why I said there can be no law if there's no order, and there can be no order if there's no law, meaning there cannot be a man if there's not a woman, and there cannot be a woman if there's not a man. You see? And understanding that in itself, as a man, as a woman, will always put you on time in life, even in the people you're supposed to meet in your life. Let's take it to relationships. When you have an understanding of the purpose of man and woman and, like, what the true purpose of man and woman is in life, then you will get the type of man or woman that you need in your life. When you understand the purpose of man and woman in your life. You see, a lot of these people who are walking around who are single, who don't have nobody in their life, they're doing so because they don't understand the true purpose of man and woman, what a man is supposed to be to a woman, what a woman is supposed to be to a man. They don't understand that. That's why they don't they're not with nobody. You see? <clears throat> That's why they're not with nobody. You see. You're only gonna be with people when you understand the purpose of people. <clears throat> Excuse me, I had a little, you know, cough and whatnot, a little clearing my throat. But um that's when you're gonna understand that. That's what you're going to truly understand what a person's worth is and what a value is of a man and woman. That's when you're going to get the right kind of man or woman in your life. Up until that point, you're not going to get the right man or right woman in your life. You're always going to go through a series of males and females in your life asking them, talking about, there ain't no good men out here, no good women out here. No, there are, but are you good? And when I say are you good, I don't mean are you nice. I don't mean are you uh, uh, pleasant. That helps, but that don't mean that. I mean, do you understand what the purpose is for man and woman? Do you understand that? See, if you don't understand that, then you will not get the right type of man or woman in your life. You will chase away the right type of man or woman in your life because you still don't understand the purpose of men. A lot of these females out here think that men are interchangeable. A lot of them think that men are interchangeable. They'll say stuff like, oh, well, I could get another you. I could I could get another you. You know, Beyonce, she started that crap. I could get me another you. Okay, then why are you still with Jay-Z, who you said cheated on you, allegedly? Why are you still with that nigga? Why you don't get another Jay-Z? Mm-hmm. Because... 
she has a certain standard of males, and she expects the males that she has a standard for to live up to that, like Jay-Z. Now, most males can't live up to the status of Jay-Z, though they look up to him, but they can't live up to his status. So in her mind, he has a purpose in life. And once that man has met the purpose, has met in her life, it's going to be hard for her to find another man to meet that same purpose. No two men are the same. No two men are the same. They might have the same attributes and things like that, but they're not duplicates. You see, men and women are not duplicate keys. Okay? You can't be like, oh, well, I lost my key, I lost my woman, I'm going to get another duplicate one night. You're going to get a different type of woman. You might have different attributes, more extended, but my point is that you have to understand what it is you're asking for in your life before you move to that stage in your life, before you are to utilize that time effectively in your life and to always be on time with who you're supposed to meet in your life. Because you can meet the wrong person in your life and they could end your life because you're still walking around in life trying to think and figure out what it is, what type of person you need in your life. <clears throat> All right? So keep that in mind. The power of being on time in life is purpose. The power of being on time in life is purpose. Once you find that purpose in your life, then you will never be late in life. You'll never have missed opportunities. You'll never have uh, um, that, a time in your life where you'd be like, damn, if I'd have been there, that would have happened. Damn, if I'd have been there, I, that was just one minute off, I was just two years off. Like I remember this rapper saying, matter of fact, it was Big Daddy Kane. He said, um, you know, when he came out and uh, in the 80s, Big Daddy Kane, and um, he was talking about, damn, you know, when I came out, you know, uh, you know, it, you know, it was only a limited amount of this, that, and the third. He said, if I would have waited another 10 years and came out when Jay-Z and them came out, I'd have been on time. I'd been, like, getting that kind of money and stuff like that. In other words, he felt like he was ahead of his time because he felt as though he should be on the level on the status of a Jay-Z and getting that type of money because he came out before Jay-Z, Big Daddy Kane. In the 80s, Jay-Z came out in the 90s. But my point is, no. You were right on time, Big Daddy Kane. You were not supposed to be a part of that era, that era of Jay-Z. That was his era. See, because whatever makes you up tonight, and that's another thing I'm going to say, you can't force yourself to be in places and in spaces where you don't belong. You can't force yourself to be there. Big Daddy Kane, if you didn't, if you was in that space and that place where Jay-Z was in the 90s, you wasn't meant to be there. Your career was meant to be for that time in the 80s and fizzled out before you got to the 90s. That's your time frame. You should have made the most of it. You see, don't wish don't wish to be like the next man. Don't wish to be like the next woman because you, you it's like you just spit in the face of your own blessings. And I hate to use the word blessings, but you know what I mean. You spit in the face of your own blessings when you're trying to be like somebody else, when you're trying to act like somebody else and you're not being who you are, being the best of who you are. Don't be the worst of who you are and say this is who I am. No, you be the best of who you are and make that your representation in the world. Not, oh, well, it's just me and people just going to have to accept. I know nobody's going to have to accept a goddamn thing from you. You won't even accept you. Because you say you want the best representation of yourself in life. You want to be your best. As a nigga say, I'm living my best life. Well, how are you going to live your best life if you're not being the best representation of yourself? 
if you're trying to be like somebody else, if you're sitting around here trying to be somebody else, you see, if you're trying to be somebody else, if you're sitting around trying to live in the shadow of somebody else, you 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 sitting up here and you your whole thing is to feed off of somebody else, right, James, right, Nicholas, you trying to feed off me. So how are y'all ever going to find out what your true talents are? And you trying to be me? This your your life is trying to be me. That's so sad and pathetic. This is why you're always going to be missing out on things in life as men. I mean, excuse me, well, want to be men. You're always going to be missing out on things in life because you think that your life or your existence is supposed to be to mimic me. You see? That's why I said I never want to be like nobody else. I did in the past. I remember I said I wanted to be like Dr. York. I don't say that no more because I don't want Dr. York's life. Look at his life. No disrespect. What did his life tend to end up being? And I'm not saying it's nothing bad because he did what he was supposed to do in life and raising the people, but that was his life. It's not my life. My life is my life, and whatever comes to me comes to me. That's what it is. I accept it because that is my purpose in life, to expect and to accept what is meant to come to me in life. So, therefore, I excel and I exceed in life. I don't try to walk anybody else's path. I'm not trying to walk in anybody else's shoes. That's why when I show myself on camera smoking a blunt, smoking a joint and whatnot, and the chief and whatnot, I did that to let people know I'm not Elijah Muhammad. That was really to let you know who you got with you. I'm not Elijah Muhammad. I'm not Dr. York. I'm not trying to be some pious teacher or some pious leader. I'm a totally different cut. I'm a totally different cut. I'm a totally different man on a different mission, on an extended mission. And I accept that about myself. And I embrace my, um, I embrace my differences of who I am and what I do. I embrace that. I don't want to be like nobody else. I know that I'm supposed to be my own unique person in order to get this unique job done in raising the elect. That's not something you can be faint at heart with. That's not something that you can take as a joke and whatnot. That's something to be taken seriously. Raising the minds of people is a very serious thing. It is not something that is taken lightly. It is not something that is taken and just thrown together, and that's it. You see, you have to be authentic in everything you do. Even if you influence by something, then you have to be authentic. Like, I'm going to give you a good example. Well, I'm, I'm going to leave that. I'm going to just leave that alone. I don't want to align myself. But I'm saying certain things influence me, but... It doesn't get me to want to copy or be like I want to enhance myself to what I was influenced by because we all influenced by something. But it's not our job to mimic or copy or be somebody else. It is for us to grow as what we're supposed to be in the time in which we're allotted to be that. That's how we'll always be on time in life. Don't let people tell you or distract you into being what they want to be or trying to be in alignment when you know deep down in your soul, down in your soul, it's not meant for you to be that. You see, because if you have to be deceptive in your path toward your purpose, then it is not your path. 
If you got to be deceptive, if you got to lie and say, this is coming from me, this is mine, I, I received this, how you do, Nick, how you do, James. If you got to be deceptive in your path towards something, then you're on the wrong path. If you got to be deceptive, if you got to lie to the people, you're on your wrong path. And a lot of y'all, how y'all say, y'all rather fake it till you make it. You ever heard that term, fake it till you make it? No, you ain't supposed to never fake it. If you can't be real and make it, then you're in the wrong lane. You ain't supposed to be in that lane. That ain't who you, that's not who you are. There's no faking it to never. Ain't never supposed to be no faking it. Everything is supposed to be authentic and genuine if you are going to move on that path of power. Everything about you is supposed to be authentic. Everything about you is supposed to be real because you want real things to happen in your life, don't you? You want real evolution, real extension to happen in your life, right? So how do you expect that to happen when you are trying to fake it until you make it? There's no faking it till you make it. You're either going to be real on this path of purpose in your life or you're not. Or you're not. If you are not, then don't sit around here talking about, you know, uh, things will never be happening for me in my life. I don't know why my life is the way it is. That's because of you. It's not because of nobody else other than you that your life is not where you want it to be. Don't blame nobody else. It is nobody's fault. Like, for example, I made a vow to stop, you know, going back and forth, and I'm trying to push myself as much as I can to stop going back and forth and debating with idiots. You see? Because the more and more I still see people debate at 51 years old, what it tells me is a lot of people, no matter what you say to them, no matter what you show them, they're always going to be wrong. They're going to always be combative. They're going to combat. They don't care about the truth. The truth is what makes them feel good. The truth is what makes them feel superior. They don't. Nobody's going to accept truth that makes them look less than. Reality that makes them look less than. But I can accept it if it's real. If it's real, like I seen Tariq Nasheed going back and forth, I just bring him up as an example. He was going back and forth with these, these white, these so-called alt-right Caucasians about black people in America because they love to talk about how black people do this in America, how black people do that in America. They always focusing on black people. They got a fetish for black, so-called black people. You see, but they never talk about what they people do. They never talk about the crime they people do here in the society. It's like they blind to that. And when you try to mention it to them, they try to change the subject. Oh, that's not real. So what are we talking about here? If you're not even going to acknowledge reality of what's taking place, then how the hell are we having a goddamn conversation? We not. That's you trying to be. That's you trying to be right. And me trying to be righteous and showing you the reality of what's going on. I don't care what race of people doing what. He's trying to do that, and the guy was deflecting. I don't want, you know, oh, you know, you're an African and all that. See, when you start dealing with stupid stuff like that, you try to explain to the guy, I'm like, you should just stop talking to him. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. You're talking to a brick wall. You see? Unless you just want other people to hear it, you stop talking to idiots because they're not here to learn. They're not here to listen. They're here to interrupt. They're here to troll. They're here to deflect. And they're here to keep you off your path of ultra-standing and thus your path of purpose and power. That's what they're here for in life. When you get people that come into your life that bring confusion and chaos in your life, blame yourself for that because you allow these people into your life to bring chaos and confusion. Don't blame those people. You blame yourself because you allowed that. You are always the common factor to that in your life. Any chaos and confusion in your life, you're always the common factor in that life. So nobody can come in your life and destroy it unless you let them do that. 
No one can come into your life and destroy it unless you let them do that because you have to be looking for that. You see, you will get what you're looking for in this life, be it good or bad. You will get what you're looking for. Uh, they say that saying, go be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. Be careful. Be very careful what you ask for. A lot of these guys thought in the streets they wanted that street life. They thought that was supposed to be their purpose in life, that street life. And then when they get that, when they get that so-called street life, when they get, you know, they was in the street, they was before they got in the street, they was trying to be square dudes, and they say I was square before I got in the street. What you mean is say you was a law-abiding citizen, you was a person who was acting like you had some kind of sense, you was out here running wild like an animal, then you decided to get off your square and stand in that on that pyramid, on that triangle, on that off frequency to start going nowhere, to start getting engaged in things you're not supposed to be engaged in. Then when your sentence, your punishment, your judgment is death or incarceration, then you go, I don't know how this happened. You let it happen. You let it happen. See, because we're giving warnings in life on what path not to take in life. We're giving warnings. We're giving omens in life, warnings of what signs and signs not to, like just in life, when you get stop signs, when you drive in the street, you get green lights to go, red lights to stop. That's your life. That's how your life works as you're moving through life. You get green lights to go. You get red lights to stop. You got yellow lights to yield in your movement. You got things to slow you down. Hold on. Let me wait. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Or, nah, stop. How y'all say? Uh, red flags? Red lights? I bet, uh, something ain't right here. Or you say, when it's time to go, I, I, you know, I feel like that's where I'm going to go in that direction. So it's the same thing because your body's like a vehicle, like a vessel that's moving through life. And you get signs and signals in your life which way to go and which way not to go, which way to yield, which way to stop, which way to go. But you have to be in your right state of mind to recognize the symbols. If you ain't in your right state of mind and you always sitting around here questioning it all and constantly, you know, why I got to like I said, you got to know that with the right signals are in your life, you got to be in your right state of mind to be able to receive those signals. If you have a strange state of thinking, if you have a paranoid or schizophrenic state of mind, then everything that you hear, you don't know how to discern it. You don't know what's right. That's why you'll always be questioning it because your mind is scattered all over the place. That happens a lot. In a state of confusion, your mind is scattered all over the place. You start to think, oh, you know, uh, maybe I should go this way. Maybe I should go that way. I don't know if I should go this way. I don't know if I should go that way. Your mind is everywhere. And you end up missing your path in life, your purpose in life. The person who's dealing with you in life get tired of you. They get tired of you because you don't know what to do in life, what path you're going to go. So you're going to wear a lot of people down when they're trying to guide you somewhere you know deep down you're supposed to be. But you fight that. You will fight that in life. You will question that in life. You will make problems in life where there are no problems. You will look for issues in life where there is no issues to be looked for. This is what you'll do. You're trying to find problems where there are no problems. You'll seek out issues to throw monkey wrenches, to throw roadblocks in your path. Because a lot of times you don't really want to move you don't want to move because you are afraid of movement. 
A lot of times you don't want to move in life because you have been taught to be afraid of movement, of motion. You're taught to stand still, sit still, don't move, you know, just chill with your family, your friends, you know, whatever the people you grew up with, just be around these people and don't move past these people, don't evolve past these people, just be comfortable and sit there. But, you know, deep down inside you is something that says, I don't want to be that. I don't want, that's more for me. I don't, I don't want to be where they are. I know my path in my life is meant to take a different direction. But a lot of you, you'll sit there and you'll go through that and you'll be like, you know, you'll sit there and then nothing happens for you in your life. Nothing greater happens for you in your life and then you wonder why. You're afraid of everything. You're afraid of movement, motion, purpose, responsibility, all these things you're afraid of in your life. And this is what keeps you off that path toward power. This is what keeps you off that path of power. <clears throat> we want to be on that continual path of power because it is necessary for us to be on that continual path of power. It is necessary for us to get off of the hamster wheel of life that goes in a rotation and takes us to nowhere so that we can get on that path going to someplace. I told you, everything in life is about being number one. Everything in life is about being a winner, not a loser. See, losers are the people who don't try, the people who don't succeed, and the people who have who have decided they have no purpose in life. That's the loser. That's the zero. There's only two types of people in the world. Really, excuse me, there's only one type of person in the world, winners. If you're not that, all you are is a loser. And that don't sum up to nothing. That's why you don't even count that as a person or a people or anything. There's only one type of people in the world, losers. Anybody else who is not a win? excuse me, anyone, there's only winners in life. Anybody else who's not that, they're not even worth mentioning. So that's why I say you got a lot of people on this planet who are not even worth mentioning. That's why when the beasts go to war and you talk about all the lives that are going to be lost in the war as collateral damage, they don't matter. they zeros. Their lives don't matter. Talking about killing 500 million people don't mean a goddamn thing. Their lives don't mean shit anyway. Half these people, you get rid of them, you throw a goddamn roach bomb down, 500 million of them fucking die, another 500 million spring up in 20 years. And hopefully they're useful. And then before you got to drop another roach bomb or a jab. Because these people don't matter. You're always going to have in life when you are producing people who are powerful in the epitome of life, in the, right in the, in the middle of life, you're always going to have people who serve no purpose in life. When you are producing powerful people in the world, coming into the world, who are accessing all of this power in the world, you're always going to have cast-offs. <clears throat> you're going to have cast-offs who don't matter. You're going to have a lot of people that don't matter because they don't know what their true purpose is. People make themselves useless a long time before they are deemed useless. They make themselves useless in life long before mankind decides what you're, that you're useless. You make yourself useless before somebody decides outside of you that you're useless. You see, we can only make ourselves useless. Nobody else can make you useless. And the only way you can make yourself useless is not knowing what your true purpose is in life. Not moving on a timeline in which you were allotted in this life because we're all given a timeline in which to move in this life. It's called our lifespan. 
And in the lifespan, we must be accomplishing things in our lifespan, in our lifetime, or else we are here for nothing. We are here for nothing. And if you are here for nothing, then you have no reason to be here. Your life is sacrifice, sacrifice. Your life is sacrificial. You see, your life don't matter. So if you drop dead today, drop dead tomorrow, drop dead five, ten years from now, then that's the only that's the only purpose really that your life had for you to come here and die and be an example for people not to be like you. You see, when you don't have a greater purpose in life, you're going to serve in somebody else's purpose for them to look at you. One way or the other, your life is going to mean something. If not to you, then to somebody else. I promise you that. I always wanted my life to mean something to me first and foremost as I acknowledge my purpose. And then it can mean more to other people who have come into my lives, who have touched my lives, touched my life. Then I can mean something more to them. But I have to mean something to myself. I have to know who I am first before I can tell you who I am, before I can share my life with you all. I have to know who I am first. And I have to be secure in who I am before I talk to you all. And that I am. I speak with authority and I speak with assurity because I was born in that. I was bred in that. I was born and bred in authority and assurity about who I am in my life. That came from years and years and years of purpose, dedication, and foresight that put me on the path to where I needed to be. I wanted the square life. When I came out of the crooked life, being a crook, being a thief, being a drug dealer and all this other stuff, among other things, in the nigger world, you know, being crooked, being a crook, I wanted a straight life. I wanted a straight life. I wanted that square life. I wanted to be a square. I wanted to not be a criminal. I wanted not to be purposeless in this world and not just be chasing a goddamn dollar like the rest of these clowns. I didn't want to be chasing uh, fashions from Caucasians because that's why I go out in the street and rob and steal or sell drugs and do whatever I do so I can get my money back to be. I didn't want to be on that goddamn hamster wheel like a lot of you Negroes are, man. You go out here every day and you slave and you work just to give your money back to white people for material things. That's why you're not in alignment with time. Because you want somebody else's time. You want Louis Vuitton time. You want coach time. You want Gucci time. You want the government's time. You're not on your timeline. So then when these people disappoint you, when these things fall through in your life, you're disappointed. Why? Why are you disappointed? Answer, because in these things you trusted and you didn't trust in yourself. You didn't trust in your process to find out what your true purpose was in life. So therefore, you didn't move on the timeline. You didn't get to have the time of your life when you was here. So when by the time you're ready to check out of here, it's a life that's been wasted, a life that's gone. Like I said, going too soon. No, you're not going too soon. Your ass going right on time because you wasn't doing shit when you was here. Your ass going right on time. You going right on time. You was here for the time you was allotted. You ain't do shit with the time. All you did was dick around for 10 years, 15, 20, 30 years. You dicked around and bullshitted and whatnot, and you got moved out of here. You had your time in the spotlight. You had your life to live, and you pissed it away. So move out the way and let somebody else who truly has come here to live, live. Let them live. And 
let you die, let you be put out of your misery until you figure it out the next time. Because you failed in this life. Nobody is responsible for your failure in this life but you. Nobody is responsible for your failure. Just you. Nobody's to blame for your failures in your life. Just you. I had to learn that the hard way. I I don't blame nobody for nothing that happened in my life. Nothing that took nothing that happened in my life. I don't blame nobody. Anything that I did in my life as a grown up, as an adult, I accept that. Anything that happened to me as a child, then well, I got to blame my whatever adults was watching me. But I don't even look back at that now. Because even going through that, that was meant to be in my life. To make me who I am in my life today. Today. So, again, I don't begrudge nobody. I don't look to anybody to put me on my path but Amen. And Amen represents the greater me. We'll be right back.
like I said, keep in mind of all the things I say in, about this life and accomplishing things in this life. As that saying goes, life don't wait on people. Life don't wait on people. Time don't wait on people. And so that life and time don't wait on people so that you know that it's useless for you to sit around and wait for life to uh, stand still for you. Life will not stand still for you. Time will not stand still for you. You have to move within time. But you got to know where you're moving to. You have to move within time. Because if you move within time, if you move effectively in time, then you will never be behind time. You will always make use of your time, yes. You know, you will always move usefully in time. You see, time can be made best of when you know how to you utilize time. Time is made best when you know your purpose and you have a purpose for your time. That's why I don't like to waste time. I don't like to waste time. I don't like my time wasted. I don't like to waste anybody else's time. I get very frustrated when time is wasted. You'll see the look on my face when people wasting my time or talking bullshit to me. That's why I don't debate with people no more. That's why I tell people, you see, I'm very short with people when they come on the, uh, on, a, on my broadcast, like the like the, like the few idiots that came up there, especially the white boy. Man, he just was a waste of time. So I saw you, these people are nothing but distractions and detours because you can't get that whole 20 or 30 minutes back in your life that you wasted with this idiot, just like you can't get four or five years back in your life when you wasted it with the wrong person in your life with, with, with an idiot. You can't get those t- that time back, but it's meant to teach you a valuable lesson, and it should keep you on your path and on your track in life because sometimes you have to be thrown off a little bit, just a little bit of a detour to put you back in alignment, to make you remember what's important because sometimes when you don't have stumbling blocks in your life, sometimes you coast along in life and then you coast, coast up and you with somebody who you coasted into alignment with, but that's not the person you're supposed to be with, you see. When you let your life coast, when you let your life coast and you don't have, like, for example, like the bumper car, when you see the bumper car just coasting and whatnot, and you like, you just chilling the car coast until you get a bump, and you just get knocked around, you're like, whoa. And sometimes you need that jolt to bring you back into alignment. Time to stop coasting, nigga. It's time to stop coasting in life. It's time to stop basically making no uh, 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 valuable time in your life. It's time to stop coasting. It's time to stop sitting around on the side and thinking, oh, you know, I'll get there when I get there. No, you ain't going to get there when you get there. You'll get there when you move and effectively through this life, through this time. That's when you're going to get there. This is the message our people need to be taking in, receiving the people, our people in their right state of mind and moving forward. But you have to have something to move forward to. You have to have something to look forward to. And that's only going to come in these last days by what we are projecting us, projecting forward for ourselves, what we are putting in the forefront. Don't worry about what the hell else is going on. Because like I said, you Negroes are pathetic. You sitting around waiting on the answer from everybody, from the white man to politics to voting to the jab, everything you look for in this life, you look to for him. Your future, what I'm going to be doing the next five years, I'm going to be on a job. All your things that you look for in your future life, you look to them. That's pathetic. That's pathetic. 
And that is the pathway and power of a loser. And see, the beast don't ever want you to be a winner. He wants you to look to him for, oh, what I'm going to do next year. He wants to, for you to look to him like children. He likes when you black people look up to him like he's the damn, uh, like they the damn parents, the white man, the white women, the parents, you looking up to them, who am I going to vote for? Am I going to vote for Hillary Clinton? Am I going to vote for Barack Obama? Am I going to vote for Joe Biden? Am I going to vote? No, man. You niggas make that your lives. You make that nonsense, that foolishness your lives, and then you get what you get, Joe Biden. Then you get what you get, Donald Trump or whatever. These are not, these it's got nothing to do with you. These people, entities, have nothing to do with us as a people. And you have to learn that because you'll clutter up so much of your time, so much of your life that is meant to do, be something in life to give to them for nothing. See, because they live off you. They live off your life. They live off you coming to vote for them, giving them energy, giving them your time. So they basically vampires off your damn life. You simple-ass Negroes and you simple-ass Caucasoids and all you people that participate in this sham-ass process here in this society, you're giving life and energy to these people while taking your life from yourself and whatnot because you don't have no damn lives. Y'all don't have no lives. Y'all sitting around with your goddamn uh, Trump and Biden shirts on looking like assholes. No, these people don't give two dams about you. You see, that process don't care about you. It's just a game. But you get played in the game of life because you're not on a path or righteous path toward life. And I told you before, righteous don't mean good. Righteous means real. Righteous is real. I can appreciate reality in any color, in every flavor. I'll watch things about white people, and I'll be like, you know, that's the real white people. And I can appreciate that. I watch things about Italian, Irish, Jewish people. I mean, that's real white people. That's real. That's really uh, something about Asians. I watch something about bronze people. I watch something about, and I can appreciate the realness of what's being said, but I won't listen to his bullshit. Because if I allow myself to listen to bullshit, then that means that I just filled in a space in my life that was meant to be for real thought. I filled it in with bullshit. I filled in a space that I can never get back in my life where real thought was supposed to be transpiring, transmitting, and receiving and whatnot. And I filled that space with a bunch of bullshit. That's why I don't just watch anything. That's why I stopped watching a lot of TV. And more ideas ideas project in my mind on what I would like to see. And then you know what happens when I think about what I would like to see? I start writing. I start getting ideas. I start thinking. Next thing you know, you're going to see it. What I would like to see, and I think what we all would like to see very soon, I'm going to show you. Films I got coming forward. The things we would like to see. But when you hang your hat on people who have nothing to do with you, on places that have nothing to do with you, on possessions that have nothing to do with you, when you hang your hat on these things, meaning you put your focus on these things, your mind becomes out of falls out of alignment with what you're meant to be in your time of life. You don't get to experience the time of your life on this planet when you are not in reception of who you are, when you are not um when you are not in view of what you are. That's you're not gonna have the time of your life. We should all be having the time of our life here. Because as they said, life is short. Life is not short. Life is long. Life can be very long when you don't have no purpose in life. 
and it might seem short. If, even if it's 10 years, 20 years, you drift and life can be very long when there's no purpose. Life only appears short when you're having the time of your life, when you're doing what you was meant to do, you came here to do. And then, like I said, that life is not cut short. It is in its proper time frame. It's in its proper time frame. It's as it's supposed to be. If you only got five years to be this, four years to be this, and ten years to experience this, or twelve years of your life to experience it, then that was your timeline. That was what you was meant to, and then you move on. That's your life. Your life is supposed to be rich, rich with stories, rich with experiences, rich with everything that you can experience in your time of alignment, in your time of growth. Their life is supposed to be rich. You're supposed to be having the time of your life. You ain't supposed to be sitting up here putting no energy into what the fuck is going. Excuse my language. What the hell's going on in this society? Like, you know, I'm going to give you a good example of this again. You know, when I look at, when I look back at, you know, when my father told me about the 60s and, you know, my aunt died and his, my aunt Tiny's sisters and Uncle Bo, Uncle David, his brothers, you know, his father, Claude, his mother, Annie, all, just his family, cousin, everybody coming up in the 60s and whatnot. He would tell me about, you know, the, the conversation, the family things they would have and whatnot. You know, I was like, wow, that's a lot more interesting than things he told me about the family coming up before I came on the earth in the 70s. That's a lot more interesting than me, me thinking about the 60s and seeing niggas getting water hoses sprayed on them or dogs biting them or getting beat upside their head because they can't eat with some damn beast in a goddamn restaurant. Their lives are more interesting. They don't show the the, the richness of our lives. They don't show the richness of our lives. No, what they want to do is promote somebody else's narrative, some black, sad narrative, and they want to push us in the middle of it because, see, they want to take away our time and our life. They want to take away our experiences. They want to usurp and shadow our experiences with a bunch of bullshit narratives that they put together. When you think of bronze people in the 60s, all you can think of is black people getting sprayed with hoses and beaten, bit with by dogs and begging and riding and tearing up shit in the street. Man, that's a big production, man, of nothingness. That is a big production of nothingness. When you had real people coming up in their lives, like you seen the Nation of Islam in that time, it was beautiful, beautiful men, beautiful women, beautiful children coming together in a nation, a community. They said, the hell with this society, man. We're going to do it on our own as we are here in this society. We're working towards something. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful experience. You're seeing people working for other and by each other, our people cooperating with each other. That's a beautiful experience. I don't want to keep looking back in the 60s in the goddamn archive film and seeing niggas in chaos and confusion and turmoil. I don't want to keep seeing that. That's why I don't look at that stuff. That's why I don't want to look at no goddamn slave movies. I don't want to look at no goddamn slave movies. I had enough programming. I had enough slave programming, thank you, to fill my lifespan. No thank you. I got real things to look at. I got real things to think about. I don't got time to look at more bullshit. And neither should you. Neither should you. They're going to make you pay to watch bullshit on cable, on damn uh, on Netflix. They're going to make you pay to watch a bunch of you. They're going to make you pay for your programming. Really, for real. You're going to pay for your goddamn programming. You're going to pay for your bullshit. To get realigned and whatnot, to fill in somebody else's narrative in your timeline. And so, therefore, you are deprived of your time of life, your time of righteousness, your time of reality. You are deprived of that. 
And everything after that seems fake and phony in your life. Everything seems false in your life. The people become more fake and phony and false in your life because you have not contacted the real you. So, therefore, you, the fake you, going out here meeting another more fake people because that's what you attracted because you faking it till you make it and you just trying to associate with people and socialize. What do you do when you try to socialize with people? You form altars. You form characters. You form other people. You form out front people that communicate with these people. Do you not? When you socialize, you form your fakes. A lot of times you come and you being fake. You trying to act a certain way. You got certain makeup on. You got your hair. You got your hair extended this way. You got makeup on. You got a push-up bra on some of you. you men, you walking around here, y'all trying to act like something y'all not. So already you being fake and phony. You got a character that you introduce in the world too. And while you introducing the world to that character that you're trying to cultivate, the real you is slipping away every day. The real you is slipping away every damn day. The real you is saying, hey, when the hell you going to unleash me? When the hell am I going to be able to walk in your goddamn shoes? When am I going to stop being held back? For a lot of you, unfortunately, never. That never happens. We'll be right back. <laughs>
and we're back. So, life, this life, is meant to be a series of accomplishments. If I don't say anything more to you all than tonight, after tonight, know that life is meant to be a series of accomplishments. You come up in this life to accomplish things, and in that you gain power. And I'm not just talking about the accomplishment of physical things. I'm not talking about the acquisition of people, place, and possession. No, I'm talking about real accomplishments. Real accomplishments are real, um, how you say, real uh, milestones that you meet in your life. Things that you personally accomplish where you say, I did that. I did that. I accomplished that. And it had nothing to do with people, places, or possessions. It had all to do with you and you being evolved into the mature meant to become. It had to do with that. When you can sit there and say, you know what, I accomplished that. I made that happen. I made that, you know, I'm here. I'm, if it wasn't for me doing this, this wouldn't happen. I did something worthwhile in my life. You know how many people can't say that about their life? And that's a goddamn shame. How many people can't say I did something worthwhile in my life? They would like to say that. So when they see people doing something worthwhile, they want to mimic those people. They want to copy those people. They want to draw from those people. Z, N, Z, Z, N, N, Z, Z, 144. They want to copy from those people. They want to become those people. But there's a downside to becoming those people. There's a downside, Nicholas. There's a downside, James, in trying to be Noob and Minkares. And you know what that downside is? That you can never be me in your fucking dreams. You can never be me. You can only imagine what it would be like to be me, but not in your wildest dreams could you ever be me. Because you couldn't make it through your wildest dreams if you experienced and seen what I've seen. And I'm not just talking about within 51 years. I'm talking about what I've seen for millenniums. What I know. What I watch take place. And which I'm not going to watch take place again. So, and understanding that, and understanding that we all have a place in which we need to arrive to, where we need to align ourselves with, this is our true power. This is our true power. Uh, and because this is our true and living power, you see, we have to constantly be moving. All right. So keep that in mind. We have a greater, greater task to accomplish in this life. We have a greater power to receive in this life. We came here to have the time of our lives on the journey to the greatest part of our life, that greatest state of supremacy, that fourth dimensional transmission. We have to invoke that in our lives. That is the only thing that means anything in our lives. Shit, none of this shit here means nothing else. Nothing these people talking about these humans talking about. That's why I say I don't even take nothing they say seriously anymore, these goddamn humans, man. Nothing they say means shit. 
but since you simple ass niggas they do. But you know, if you're truly of the mind of Amon, if you're truly on that frequency, nothing out these people mouths mean shit. Nothing out these humans mouths, these these subhumans mouths mean nothing. They just run in their goddamn mouth, man. They just you know, they just a bunch of animated figures. They nothing but goddamn three dimensional cartoon characters. They Charlie Brown. They the Simpsons. They the they the uh uh you know, the the damn boondocks. That's all these niggas are, man. These niggas are nothing but goddamn cartoon and these goddamn humans, man. They're nothing but cartoon characters. Stick figures. That's just saying shit just to be saying shit in this life because they trying to fake it till they make it because they ain't a bunch of nobodies. You know that? Like, you ever had, like, you ever see somebody who you thought was for you was famous and they, you know, you're like, oh, I can't meet, wait to meet that person. Then you see him somewhere and you're like, oh. Right? You're like, oh, they just regular. Yeah, because what you thought you was looking at, you 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 thought you was being, you was made to be thought that you was looking at something, and you was really looking at a blank canvas in which anybody could just paint anything on. That's all. And you actually thought it was something there, and there's nothing there. You see, there's nothing there. So. And realizing that there's nothing there until you put it there, then you will be where you're supposed to be. When I say put it there, I mean put your future first and forward in who you are. Put yourself in the forefront as Amun, as the Amun race. Put yourself in the forefront and move collectively with those who have chosen to put themselves in the forefront. And that's how you have the time of your life. That's how you come into alignment with who you're meant to be in this life. That's how you do that. Not by sitting around here with a bunch of people who live inside of a goddamn book. Like I said, the Hebrew Kunalites, you niggas, you live inside of a goddamn book. Your God live in a book. Your Jesus live in a book. And you niggas waiting on that, those damn cartoon characters to come back. You waiting on them. And you know, that's why I meant to say when I was getting on you niggas just for a sidebar. Again, that's how you know niggas know you of the beast. You niggas said, goddamn, John Travolta, this sodomite, you, you said he an Israelite. You niggas said John Travolta, the sodomite, allegedly, is an Israelite. And you niggas also said Bruce Lee, the slant, the gook, he an Israelite too. There you go. There you go. They, they, those those, those will be heathen nations. But see what happened, how niggas can just incorporate whoever they want into their fantasy world? Them niggas said that Yahweh Shah is a black man. He coming back to judge the nation, but somehow Yahweh Shah gonna overlook Bruce Lee and John Travolta because they could dance. Another nigga know how to do karate, and the white boy John Travolta was taught how to dance by a nigga. Debbie Allen's brother, that's stupid ass, you coon ass, it, you Hebrew coonalites, you nigger lights, you up here talking about, yeah, you see how the white boy, they said John Travolta dance, how you niggas got bitchified, I just got to go off on you niggas a little bit here. You niggas looked at John Travolta, this this fucking sodomite, John Benny Barbarino ass nigga, you looked at John, you looked at John Travolta, this sodomite, a proven sodomite, allegedly, but not allegedly, but allegedly. And he and y'all niggas talking about yeah, you see how he got he got rhythm, he could dance. No nigga. Debbie Allen's brother taught his white ass how to dance. His white Italian ass that y'all got your heads up. But see how you niggas can even incorporate in your fantasy world John Travolta's like you. And your fantasy world Bruce Lee is like you. This slant. You see? You niggas are sambos, man. You niggas are straight sambos. 
I got a call coming in. Two one nine. You know? I got a call coming in. I see you two one two two nine, I see you. Give me a second. I'm gonna take your call, two two nine. Please don't say nothing to to blow my uh to blow my enjoyment. Please don't come in here and say nothing stupid. Two two nine. Because I'm going to hang up on your ass real quick. I can hang up on you. You might get a little bit out, but here you go, 229. Go ahead, man. It's it's it's, it's Monday. Go ahead. Hello, 229. Yeah. Okay, you ain't talking about shit. Okay. Idiot playing a damn, what's her name? Yeah. So, that's my thing and what I'm saying. You know, you niggas try to force anybody into the narrative that you want. And why you doing that? Why you doing that? You know, you niggas, you, you, you niggas, you, I mean, I guess if John Travolta and Anton Dodson could be Israelites, you got to ask yourself, why would, why would, why would, why would Anton Dodson, that sodomite, who, who, who talking about they raping, remember that sodomite Anton Dodson? How many of y'all remember that nigga? How many of y'all remember? I just, let me just go off on a side rant for a real minute. Y'all remember Anton Dodson, that faggot, the nigga from um, the projects down south who talking about they raping everybody out here? How many of y'all remember Anton Dodson? That sodomite. That nigga said, that nigga said he wanted to go be he a Hebrew Israelite. He was a Hebrew Israelite, and he's straight now. Hmm. What would make Anton Dodson want to be an Israelite? What would make Anton Dodson talk about he a man of the Lord? What what, what what would make him do that, of all things? Why would he want to be attracted to you guys? Because if you niggas was really righteous, you wouldn't attract those kind of people. See, because those people repel from what you... We had a sodomite in here, you know, from the U.K. You know, we had a sodomite who was in here from the fucking U.K., you know. And he became a top official until his, friend, his frequency got his, got his queen ass up out of here, got the queen out of here, got the queen of England up out of here. Ain't that right, Wayne? We found out she was the fucking queen of England. You sodomite. When we went over there and we was looking for some English women to chill out with me in the underworld, and your bitch ass couldn't find us nobody, and you 54 years old, and you ain't got no women and no children, nigga, and you didn't seem like you definitely wasn't interested, and we, and we, didn't, we, we didn't have one of those red light moments at the moment. We should have had a run, but we were so, so high out of our minds, we weren't even thinking about you. Remember that, Wayne? You saw the mic, the Queen of England, Wayne's World, but that's who you are. That's who you are. Anton Dodson, he's a father now. He got hair on his face now. Hey, share that picture in the DOM MSR about Anton Dodson and his wife. And that just show how bugged out you nigga women are. You marry this nigga, you lay down and have a seat with this nigga. That's why you black bitches going to be put to death, man. Because anybody you would you would be you a demon if you lay down with this type of nigga, and you and you and you just let this nigga just bring forth some uh, of sodomite demons in the world. This nigga like a whole sodomite with the with the, the bang yang and all that shit. A whole sodomite, and he wanted to be an Israelite. Go figure. What's the connection? Can ain't no we ain't letting no sodomites be amongst us. You see? No sodomites allowed. So, in understanding that, 
and knowing that we don't we don't put that kind of energy out here that welcomes that degenerate spirit because that degenerate spirit is what you know keeps you from living the time of your life that degenerate spirit you see Wayne when he was here he couldn't live the time of his life because he had to hide who he was because he knew we was going to see him if he if he peeked his head up. So he had to live as the Queen of England in silence until one of the day one of the broadcasts got on his ass and he just left. See, because that's what the strength and the power of Amon's frequency would do. It will force your ass out or it will bring you in. It will force you out or bring you in to where you belong. If you don't belong and whatnot, if you ain't being who you're supposed to be, you see, then you're going to be forced out or you're going to be forced in. Hopefully you want to be forced in. NZZNZZN144. Hopefully you want to be forced into where you belong and not forced out. But you have to be natural in your movement and your motion. You have to be natural. You see, when you try to be something you're not, when you're not natural with who you are, then you're never going to succeed at what you're meant to be or what you think you're meant to be in life. That's my point to saying all of this. That's my point. You can only be who you're meant to be. You can only be who you're meant to be. You can't fake being who you are not. You can only be who you're meant to be because you'll waste a lot of time in your life trying to be somebody else, wishing you were somebody else, putting up a false picture of yourself. You have to be true to who you are. And then you will go to where you belong. When you should have been a lot truthful earlier, we wouldn't have wasted this time with you because we can't make you into a man. And I go for you too, Nick and James, even though I know y'all in a relationship now, I'm thinking the way you got I'm, allegedly, I don't believe you. I don't I don't think I, I think you guys still like women. But you guys looking very close in your romantic relationship. Nick and James from Las Vegas and Minneapolis, the fruitarians. You guys are still uh spotting each other and lifting weights and but anyway. So don't be like these motherfuckers. That's it. Let me go ahead and um, answer this question before we get out of here. How can you always be on time in life? By being about what you're supposed to be in life. Don't be here for the pursuit of happiness. There's no fucking happiness here. There's no fucking sadness here. There's only movement here. You only get happy and sad when you're coasting into somebody's low energy and low-grade frequency. There's no sad happiness and sadness here. There's only movement here. There's only power streaming through here. You see, you keep that in mind. You keep your purpose in in mind. You'll always be on time in life. Why is it important to be on time in life? Because you don't want to miss no times in your life. You don't want to miss where you're supposed to be in your life. You always want to be where you are so you can experience this life in full living color. That's why. For the next, as you are becoming more eternal, what does the presents illumination, power, the discovery of things? You see, the process of thought that y'all are not utilizing, all right? What do they represent? Our experiences, what do we represent in time as we move through it? We represent power. We represent frequency. We represent uh, vibration. That's what we represent, living power. That's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen. We trust in Amen. We thank. And in Amen, we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Kares. 
This has been Mental Like Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night. It's a long way to go when you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going when you're lost. It's a long way to go when you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going when you're lost. What you need is more direction and get yourself some protection. I thought by now that you had learned your lesson. I'm stressing points and slamming all the joints. You call the real shit correction. You know the bust the way you feel shit, baby. I still don't think you understand. You lose the game. We get more props than damn. Rather, and it don't matter because when you flex, you're weak. So I'm a step just to speak about the counterfeit, unlegit type of people. Those cellophane ones, the ones that you can see through, it's poetic justice because I'm mad with the past. So precise, my insight will take flight in the night and in the daytime. Because I don't come up with corny rhymes. I'm too devoted to the concept of getting mine. So here's the deal, like Shaquille O'Neal. If you don't know what you're doing, how the hell can you be real? <laughs> Now in 93, realistically you should be well aware of all the evils out there. It's like a jungle sometimes. You get the message, you've got to rumble sometimes. It's getting hectic, emotions run deep as times run out. Solutions, it's time to find some out. So according to me, suckers are barred from obstructing my discussion because I rhyme too hard. You take a whiff like a split here, like some fresh air. I came to claim shit this year. Take a stroll down the walkway or hallway or runway. Fuck with us, kid, you'll pay. I slay. And yo, I'm still on the expressway. I kick my essay, then you know we don't play. So pray that on your knees, G, cause it's the best way. Yes, the best way. Cause it's a long way to go when you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going when you're lost. It's a long way to go when you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going. There's a large amount of whack crews For them I got bad news Time to pay your dues, you fools I'm like express mail With the script that hit Like the third rail When I shock the spot It's hot From the rays of the sun Original ones The prophet sent to become A lawgiver Cause you shiver when I quiz ya All about the real Necessities of life All about the game And all about the name G to the A To the N To the G Star We know who we are But do you know who you are? You go down in London for justice That's what you find Justice. Cause it's a long way to go When you don't know where you're going You don't know where you're going When you're lost It's a long way to go When you don't know where you're going You don't know where you're going When you're lost It's a long way to go When you don't know where you're going You don't know where you're going When you're lost it's a long way to go when you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going when you're lost. I'm more